0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Homestead Challenge. Today, I am so excited. We have Chelsea Joe here. Um, she is, I'm like fangirling over here. She is somebody that I've talked about several times on the podcast. Um, she has the programs Systemize Your Life. And I truly think that this is going to help you today. Welcome to the Homestead Challenge podcast, where we will finally figure out how to make homesteading work in this modern world. I'm your host, Brittany, kind of crunchy mom and fellow modern homesteader. I've walked the path you're on, navigating burnout, overwhelm, information overload, serious lack of time, and uncertainty of where to even start. But I've also discovered a way to integrate homesteading into my modern busy life. If you're itching to kick off your homesteading journey on your terms, you're in the right spot. In each episode of this podcast, I'll be dishing out quick and straightforward homesteading tips, sharing home management systems, and providing modern solutions that fit seamlessly into your suburban lifestyle. Ready to turn your homesteading goals into a reality? Join me, and together we'll navigate the world of homesteading in a way that suits our lives. So grab that sourdough starter from the back of your fridge, girl. It's time to rise. So. Oftentimes when people see me doing homesteading things, they ask like, how do you do it all? And my first answer is, I don't. And you don't have to either. Don't ever let anybody let you think that they're doing all of the things. And my number two answer are the systems that I've learned from Chelsea. So she can introduce it better than I can. Chelsea, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and your podcast, as well as your programs, just a little general overview?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I am very excited to be talking about all the things. I um, am a wife and a mom of two girls. I am the founder and the CEO of chelseajo.co. So this is a company that I created um, in 2019. And um, gosh, that puts me about five years in, four years in real consistently. Um, And I'm the host of the Systemize Your Life podcast. It is an incredible podcast if you're looking for uh, systems for time and task management, how to go from overwhelmed to organized so that you can be able to truly show up as you want to in your home and for all the things that we as moms have to do. Uh, And it's actually really helpful for people that aren't moms too. But Obviously, I have a passion for working with moms that are trying to give of themselves in so many ways, but not sacrifice themselves in the process. And um, I am the creator of the Systemize Your Life uh, Home Management System. So I've got a, I've got four signature systems that I sell, but specifically, my home management system is is kind of the bread and butter. It's the one that really lays the foundation for anything and everything that you could ever want to do. Um, And it's just a four-week system that takes you from overwhelmed to organized in your home, specifically work on time management, task management. How do you keep up with the laundry, the cleaning, all the cooking, all the things, right? And then uh, the, the real big kicker is how to take all these things that you learn how to do and make sure that you know how to take those systems and communicate them to your family so that you're not doing everything on your own. So that's me and what I do in a nutshell. And then on the side, AKA what I really want to be doing all the time is baking bread and making marshmallows. And I have been in the realm of holistic living for probably at least 20 years now. And I'm learning more and more and more every day. That is so exciting.
0: Have you always been this organized? Like, were these systems just like, did they come out of nowhere? Or did you find yourself like when you became a mom, did this happen? Or was there like, where did this come from?
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know, I think everybody has certain strengths about them within their personality. And mine has always been the coping mechanism to deal with stress was to get organized was, you know, I, I was the student that live and died by her paper planner. You know, like in college, everything was written down. My notes have always been like people wanted me to take their notes for them. So I've been methodical in that way. But what I will say is that, no, my life was a wreck. I was a mom, a single mom for a short amount of time when my, I met my now husband. So we got married. We, I brought my three-year-old daughter with me. So we had a family immediately and then we got pregnant right away. I was a sign language interpreter, professional sign language interpreter for about 17 years. And that was all freelance work. So I was picking up work left and right anywhere I could, trying to find sitters. That was craziness. And I was running an event based planning business with my mom at the same time. My husband's a firefighter. I was trying to make Pinterest worthy meals every weekend to impress him because we just got married. I was ready <laughs> to lose my mind. I couldn't keep the toilets clean. Laundry was overflowing. Like is a mess. I and I cloth diapered, I breastfed exclusively. Like I'm I'm so hardcore on that. Like there's (laughs) not I'm not giving up on that. Like I'm sure we're speaking to the choir here. Like, you know, there are certain things that I wouldn't give up on. And like I couldn't give up on the cooking and the cleaning. And I also was not gonna give up on washing my own diapers because I'm a lunatic like that. Like I was a mess. And so I was like, this is not going to cut it. And where it really impacted me the most was it was putting a strain on my marriage. And all I've ever wanted to do was have a blissful marriage. Like, it's been my dream since I was a little girl was to be in love and wholeheartedly give my whole life and my passions to my marriage. And so when I saw it taking a hit there, I was like, skeet. Pump the brakes, we got to fix this and we got to fix it fast. And so that is where everything that I now have to manage my home came from. Because every weekend, I would literally bring like half of my body size, like from my head to my waist size dry erase board. And I would sit in my bedroom and I would make my husband sit there and he would want to claw his eyeballs out because he hated it so much. And I started asking questions and I started learning, what do you want? What do you like? What do you want your home to run like? What do you want? When do you want to eat? What kinds of things do you want to eat? And I literally built the home management system in that way. And I started selling it. People started asking, what are you doing? How are you doing all of this? And I was like, oh, I'm doing this. And they're like, I'm like, isn't everyone doing this? Isn't this what all women do? And they were like, absolutely not. So that's where we're at. That's, that's how we got here. Yes, it's true. It's truly helped
0: me so much. So I would be someone who I was giving up some of those things that I didn't want to give up. Mm-hmm. I didn't cloth diaper. I, I have to say, I wish that I would have, I wanted <laughs> to, that is one thing that I gave up.
1: <laughs> so there were some, it's an undertaking for sure.
0: Yeah. I did have a home birth. So, I mean, I still that, have a crunchy I mean, card. <laughs> that's a thing. That, yep. Yeah,
1: that's a thing. But
0: uh, no. So, um, so I found myself giving giving those really important things up to me and finding your systems has helped me find a way to be able to incorporate. I wouldn't say all of the things that I want to do because we all have so many things that we want to do in the world, but um, it's, it's helped me get back on track, making things from scratch again, you know, doing those things that are so important to me and feeling like I have more time to do so, which is so nice without stressing out my husband and my family. (laughs) During that, (laughs) I love it. Yeah. So, like, you might not consider yourself a homesteader, but you definitely do a lot of the things that uh, give you the the crunchy card. I like to. I
1: have a crunchy (laughs) card, it's a big one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, um, you kind of mentioned that you really like, you know, you've been making marshmallows and you love to bake and all that kind of stuff. So, if you could just tell us some of the fun things that you've been doing. And also, do you have any set routines about like, how are you incorporating those things into your, is it like daily that you're doing these
1: things? Do you do it once a week? How are you doing it? So what I will say is that, you know, probably like every single person that's listening to this episode that's coming to you, like, I'm going to start listening to your podcast because like, I'm right here with it. But I've finally found the time to be able to do these things because of my systems And you know, the business that I run is a lot. It's a lot of work, and I have to make sure that, on top of you know, being there with my kids, are about to transition one to homeschool, and there's so many things. And this is a passion of mine that I've been putting on the back burner for a long time. And so I got really serious with what amount of time do I actually want to be spending on what I never considered to be homesteading things but my heart feels that that is what I want it to be. I guess I've just excluded myself from that because I don't have land, you know, but Me neither neither, <laughs> neither here nor there, I really want and have longed and have had visions of this new we just moved into a new house of like all I care to do is have my bulk pantry organized, to have my deep freeze organized. And so I've found myself changing my systems because systems change no matter what season you're in, right? To be able to make time for these things. And as of late, to answer your question, what have I been doing? Um, well, I find that a mother's intuition is the most important thing, and we can't use it if we're overwhelmed. So we just had like this really hard thing happen with one of our kiddos. Uh, she got diagnosed with a really interesting autoimmune disorder, which I am sure every single person that's listening has experienced that at some level because it's just rampant, right? Because of the food that we eat, because of the things that we get inundated with, not for this episode, but I'm here with you. We understand that. And so I've really wanted to get things in my children's bodies that are going to help them and help their gut along those lines. My daughter, my youngest one, she was getting extreme tooth decay at a rapid rate when she was super little and it was devastating to me. So I rabbit holed and I learned a whole nother layer and complexity to food that I've never understood before. Fat-soluble vitamins, fermented grains, all these things. And I was like, Well, I'm just gonna live in the kitchen. That's where I'm gonna be for the rest of my life. And I want to be. So what I've done now. I don't have a daily routine set up because I've killed my sourdough starter twice and we need to talk about that. <laughs> but I'm okay. I was really nervous to start cuz I'm I am a 1 on the Enneagram, been dubbed a perfectionist all my life. Basically what it means is I don't like to do things unless I know I know how to do it. And so starting something unfamiliar to me is really scary, but I started it and I killed the thing. And then I started it again and then I killed the darn thing. And I'm like, "It's okay." Like I learned every time it get got it'll get a little bit better, but that daily routine is not there yet. I started it, but that's not in, ingrained in what I do. It will be, but right now we definitely have weekly rhythms that are a hundred percent resetting all of our meals for the week, our refrigerator for the week. And within that, I'm incorporating this whole bulk notion, this whole bulk capacity for how can I bolster my ability to lean on what we have in our home? And how can I learn to make things that aren't previously prepared by Trader Joe munchkins and bring that into my house? Because that is, that's a huge advantage. And it's not to say I don't lean on those things, but I want to be able to bring things back to basic for my family. And so I've, built that into pretty much every part of how we eat now. So um, practically speaking, I have like my basics that we get every single week. And now it's like, we're rotating between gummies and marshmallows and our system for making sure that we have specific supplements and how my kids are going to get that in there. What farm am I going to, to get the local eggs and dairy, yogurt, all the things. And that's just been worked in and that's on a seven-day rotation right now. Our next layer is bulk, um, buying meat in bulk from a farming co-op and then planning meals off of that for the family. So we've been kind of piecemealing things together, but big, big monthly bulk orders is what we're going to do next.
0: Yes, absolutely. I love that, and I think that um, once you get there, I'm not there currently. I also I moved this year um, Mm -hmm. as well, and I'm just doing weekly right now. But as I am increasing our bulk stock again after moving across the country, uh, I think that monthly meal planning is so good. It helps you save so much money, like so much money, and it just makes things you know easier in the long run, which is great, and. I just want to mention that I don't think you killed your sourdough starter. You really can't kill them. I think that you're perfecting it. You're trying to be perfectionist about it. And it looked a little scary and that you got rid of it, but you didn't have to. So I mean, we can
1: talk about that <laughs> offline because I don't know.
0: <laughs> but tip for anybody, if you think that it's watery and gross, just add flour and no more water and see what happens. If that's okay. what happened
1: to you. No, it didn't. It turned pink. It turned mm. It turned really pink, and the internet said it was time. Yeah, possibly.
0: It depends how gross you want to be. I, I've <laughs> had a, I've had a pink spot or two. Just you know, just scoop it off the top. It's all right. <laughs> I used to be super super perfectionist, but I'm learning. With sourdough, you cannot do that. But I also think yeast bread is great too. So if mm-hmm. somebody doesn't want to do sourdough, using
1: yeast packets is totally cool. If you're making
0: yeah, bread, I know.
1: Them. Yep. We're going to get there. All the baking of the bread. It's a whole thing. (laughs) My mom's like, what did I never teach you anything? I'm like, no, you did not. Why? And it's like this generation of women, we're all trying to figure this out and it's not our parents' fault. Like, and that's so much of why I do what I do too, is because, There's just such a shift now in this generation where women want to work, but we also deeply desire to be with our kids and to be in our home and to do both. And for most of us, you have to have a double income in your family. For a lot of people, that is the reality. But mom still wants to do all the mom things, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel that. We are transitioning out of the military, but still kind of in the military. So definitely feel that desire yeah. for for two yeah. incomes.
1: Yeah. But
0: so when you hear people that also want to do all these things, do you commonly hear like a number one complaint or like kind of um like what are people saying like, oh I can't you can do those systems, but I couldn't do that. Or um I just I am so busy I don't have the time. Like what are you hearing the most of and and how do you combat those thoughts for somebody?
1: Yeah, I think after four years of listening to what everyone has to say, because I do come up against so much resistance with people. I would definitely say the number one thing is that everyone thinks that their situation is too unique and too complicated and their life is too inconsistent to make it systematic. Everyone believes that they are at the mercy of their life and their schedule, and there's nothing that can be done about it, which is the key indicator that they're the correct person for my method and my way of thinking. Because anything, every single thing, and this is the other thing that I've learned is that this experience is identical for anyone that's living in a modern parenting kind of situation, right? Obviously, there are there are scenarios with people that are very underserved, very underprivileged, where this is not the same conversation. And I'm very aware of that. Um, but for most of us living in this modern, everyday hustle and bustle, the story is the same where we have so much going on. And our schedule tells us what we're supposed to do. It dictates everything. We feel like we have no control. Maybe we have a little bit of control, but then it goes all out the window or we feel like we've perfected a schedule, but it's too hard to stick to Curveballs come at us constantly. It throws us off. We get discouraged and then we just give up. And that's what I hear over and over and over and over again. And truly after seeing this happen, for thousands of people, I know that it really is just a simple science that everyone can fit their life into these five time blocks that I teach and that I use. And we adapt it and you figure out what routine stacks you want to put inside of those time blocks. And you get really good at changing those over and over and over and over and over again, because as your kids grow, as you grow, as your marriage grows, as your business grows, as everything changes your rhythms and and your routines in your life change but those five time blocks stay constant no matter what um and it's such a cool thing to watch people give it give themselves a try and just see and then watch them find and and discover patterns and consistency in their life and feel empowered to be able to sit down and say, this is what my life really needs. This is what really works for my family. This is what I really want. This is what we really need. And then go put those things in place. It's a really cool thing to watch. Yeah, you used a couple buzzwords there that people who maybe
0: haven't listened to you yet um, would be like, what? Like time blocking, routine stacking, all of that. So if somebody is looking to incorporate uh, these systems into their home, what's like the first st- like a step? What do you always recommend that they do first as they're starting to look at systemizing their life?
1: Your time is the first place that you need to look. So you got to get your time under control. And for me, you know, there's so many different things that you can do. Pinterest is littered with time blocking, you know, methods and everybody makes it so complicated. You just need something really simple and it needs to not be rigid. You have to have something that's flexible because, you know, you think that you're going to be able to do something one day and then a kid's home sick from school and then everything's out the window. Like, you know, there's so much that changes every day. So understanding how you want and need to be using your time. A simple time inventory will go a long way. Every student I work with, I force them to collect data. The most impactful thing that you could do is remove yourself emotionally, which is so hard for some of us, but it's a coping mechanism for a lot of people. But I want you to remove yourself emotionally from what happened every day and and flip the script there and change it into a positive instead of feeling victimized by your day collect data, ask yourself, why didn't that work? Well, why did it work yesterday, but it didn't work today and start writing things down. That's where you're going to find your patterns. That's where you're going to find your answers.
0: Yeah, that definitely makes a lot of sense. And we can find, I have found, you know, certain things that are taking up my time that I don't want them to be like phone time. (laughs) I talk about that a lot and Mm -hmm. it's my number one thing. Um, it's hard when You know, if we don't talk to adult humans during the day a lot of the time, we can often find ourselves lost on on the phone. So that's always a scary one for me to assess and reassess every single week I'm looking at how much time I spend on my phone and trying to adjust there. So just wanted to point that out. So is there anything, um, let's see, unique about... So in a homesteading environment, you had mentioned, like, in a homesteading environment, things, like, change daily. Honestly, like, you could have your kid sick one day. Some people, um, if they are a suburban homestead, they might have chickens. They might not. I don't. But uh, mm-hmm. just, just different things can happen all of the time. Um, how do you do it when, say, your uh, schedule for the day gets completely overthrown? Like. What does that look like? How do we fix
1: it? (laughs) Yeah, I think it's understanding holistically, right? So, again, we got to pull ourselves out of the minutiae, out of those little details that we get so hung up on and obsess over, come up to the 10,000 foot view and look down at a whole week and say, what really needs to happen in a whole week? We get so fixated on the small things that now all of a sudden we feel like we have a thousand things to do today when if we just pulled up a bit and, and categorized them, now all of a sudden we don't have to feed the chickens, clean the chicken scoop, and then list all the 80 other things that we need to do. No, stop and look. You've got about an hour, 30 minutes of maintenance on animals. Great. You got a ton of animals. You got three hours of maintenance on animals. And you know that that has to happen every day, every other day, every morning, every night. What does your homestead need, right? Then we're going to pull that in and we're going to look at what does your homeschool need? What does your actual house need? What does your business need? What does your marriage need? That. That's all we're doing. And then you take all those things and you structure them in your week where it would be ideal. Then when your week is not ideal, when it's normally not, all you're working with is a handful of puzzle pieces that you're just going to move around. Are we going to have to move around? Yeah. Is it stressful? Would it be nice if we just put our puzzle together and it always stayed perfect? That would be ideal, but life would be no fun if that were the case. We wouldn't learn. We wouldn't grow. We wouldn't be challenged. So instead of being overwhelmed by a million things to do, we're going to chunk all that down and just look at what are like the main key things that I need to do on a weekly basis, right? And if you can get that rhythm in really good, I've been working that rhythm for like five, six years, and I'm just now to a place. My kids are six and 11, well, about to be 12, six and 12, where I'm like, maybe I could go to a month out on some of these things, because we're growing a bit more consistency. And I feel like I have the bandwidth for that, but I've been running on a week method, seven days. We refresh everything every seven days for years. And I've not burned out. I have great sleep. I hit all my fundamental needs. Like we're so good. We're so good. And you could operate on that for a long time, forever, really, honestly. And it's not that hard to take curveballs when you have the bandwidth for it. Yeah, I totally agree. That's
0: so helpful. I think that all of us really desire to have these systems in place. So before we end this, I got to know, are you wanting to learn anything, any kind of homesteady things or skills this year that you don't already have in place?
1: Yeah, tell me how to make every grain-based thing. It's all my (laughs) bread. I already have the list. It's literally in like my goals for the year, like have it on my vision board. It's a hundred percent, all the bread. So I live in an incredible community where we've got farmers markets, like literally within walking distance of my house. And we have a really incredible um, company that uses a heritage grain, and they just pump this little farm store full of anything you could want. Handmade pasta, handmade tortillas, every bread, every cookie, every pastry, every everything. And I'm like, Well, I could just lean on that until, but I'm like, we also have budget goals over here. So let's just figure out how to do it on our own. So that's my biggest thing. It really is. I'm going to start with like, can I just, I'm look, I ferment all of my vegetables. We ferment a lot. Lacto fermentation is a huge part. I've been doing that for probably 10 years and I want to transfer over to my grains. I want to understand it. I feel like there's so much to learn. I've had enough of the reels of all the women showing all the things I'm like, I have to learn how to do all of that. I know it's not true, but like, you know what I mean? I'm like, stop telling me that I have to twist it in quarters and spin it and do the things and tap the things and float the things. I don't know. There's so much. So it's that that's really, yes. If by the end of the year, I could figure out how to make bread in my fancy, cute little new kitchen and pasta, that'd be great.
0: I love it. My number one recommendation for that is to just pick one person that you really resonate with and follow their steps because there are so many different ways that you can do it and they're not all wrong. Like, and they're not all like, just follow one person. If you make one of their products, you like it, just follow their system and stop looking at everybody on Instagram because there are a million different ways to do it. And that can feel overwhelming because you're like, wait, I thought I was supposed to do this. I thought I was supposed to do this. And that's okay. Just pick one and go there.
1: (laughs) I think it's cool though. That's great advice. And I realized that before I was like, maybe this is going wrong because I can't remember which step I'm on from which person at this point. But I think it's a beautiful thing to see how much there is to be able to learn. And for me, that's such a gift to my family. I Mm -hmm. love nurturing and nourishing my family. And it's like, What a beautiful blessing to put a different kind of loaf of bread on the table for them. Like I'm obsessed with that idea just beyond in my bones. And so I can't wait to send you a picture of my first loaf.
0: (laughs) I love it. I'm so excited. So before we leave, where can everybody find you, your programs, your podcasts? Tell us about all of it.
1: Okay. So if you're like, I have no idea where to start. I have a quiz. That's really incredible. It tells you which system would be best for you to start with. So Chelsea, backslash quiz, and that'll help you understand like exactly where to go, but you can also come over to the podcast, systemize your life. That's where you can find me wherever you stream podcasts. And then Chelsea, is my website. Uh, C H E L S I J O.co That'll probably be linked in the show notes, I'm sure. But that's where you can come find me. I'd love to connect with all of your women. You will be in good company. And I'm sure I can, you know, I'm, I look forward to learning all the things from you and what you're doing. It's been fun being here.
0: Yes. Thank you so much, Chelsea. It was such a pleasure having you on. Like she said, everything will be in the show notes, everybody. So definitely check there. We will definitely get you in the right hands so you can start systemizing your homestead. thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the homestead challenge podcast i hope our time together has empowered you to take meaningful steps on your homesteading journey if you've enjoyed our conversation and found value in today's tips please take a moment to leave a review on your preferred podcast platform your feedback means the world to me and it helps others discover the podcast let's keep the conversation going connect with me on instagram you can find me at Brittany l gibson the link is in the show notes Share your favorite takeaways from the episode, ask questions, or suggest topics of what you'd like to hear in the future. For an even deeper dive into the homesteading community, join our Facebook group where other suburban homesteading mamas share their experiences, ask questions, and support each other on their unique homesteading journeys. Just search for the Homestead Challenge community on Facebook and request to join. Remember, every small step on your homesteading path is a victory. Whether you're nurturing plants on your windowsill or mastering the art of sourdough, you're making a difference. Keep at it. Until next time, let's watch our homesteads flourish together.